my one of my first two patients was my parents. Wow. So I've been blessed enough and kind of haunchy still that I had to transport both my parents. My dad was having an internal bleed and my mom was having a stroke. And I had to transport both of them. I had to ask one of my employees because I called my mom and something wasn't right. Mm. And she's like, yo, your dad's been laying on the floor since 9 o'clock. I'm like, mom, it's 5 o'clock. But that let me know something wasn't right with her. Mm. And so one of my employees was just about, we're literally at the office about to get off. I'm like, bro, I need you to ride with me real quick. Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to pay you extra. He's like, say no more. Yeah. Picked up my mom, put her in a stretcher, put her on the bench, picked up my dad, put him on a stretcher. We code three, uh, code three, 911 lights and salvage, all the way to Atlanta, Piedmont. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. Do you know what it's like? What's going on, y'all? This is Justin Owens, back in the Run Play Show, where I help break down the top plays of success from top leaders, entrepreneurs, personalities by sharing gems from their personal playbook. And man, I'm excited today. I got the healthcare CEO, Hans Fakir. My brother is in the What's building, man. How you feeling, like man? That? I'm good, man. I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. First of all, glad you're here. Uh, glad this, to be here. this is a space of business that I think is important to talk about. And we're gonna talk about a lot of things. Um, and just full transparency for you all as well. I have a non-emergency transport company, Hans, my guy Gooch helped connect us, um, helped my brother really put it together. So I don't necessarily really run it. My brother does. Shout out to John. Uh, he does an incredible job at it too. But uh, I want to talk about um, that. You got a couple other things going on. Um, sure. And really the entire health space um, and business. So before we talk about that, though, um, I want to talk about before the healthcare business. You were a firefighter. Yeah. Okay. What What did you learn there that made you start looking at the healthcare space as a business? Because a lot of people I know, I mean, the firefighters like y'all. You stay there for, you know, twenty five years, yeah. retired. I. What did I like? <clears throat> what did I like about it? Not well. You can talk about what you like about, it, but what when what you did, were there? What made you say, you know what, this this might be a good space to get into business, but in the healthcare space. It wasn't really the healthcare. Like I, I just needed to get out. Mm. Like the fire department. No disrespect. I love my people, and you know I love my peers that I developed my friends. But they'll tell you it's not, it's not the place to be if you want to live a certain life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like I knew what I was gonna do. Right. Mm. It was just, hey, Lieutenant Justin, can I take vacation next week? Mm -hmm. After a while, that's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or my mom said, can I go yeah. out? Like, As a grown no. man, you be like, like, why do I got to ask somebody? I got to ask you. Yeah. Or then if they say no, then I got to switch with someone. Yeah. Hopefully, I got to, you know, maybe bribe them yeah. so I could go to my daughter's soccer game. Yeah. Or just somebody saying, you didn't get accepted for this promo promotion. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. you're like, yo, I'm qualified. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know, but we got 200 mm -hmm. people. You see someone who's not qualified, might yeah. not look like you. Yeah. But, you know, you see, it's it was that, man. It was yeah. just... You know, I felt like I was in a prison that paid me to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's you see, fact. brothers, my homeboy told me one time, he's like, only in the fire department you'll hear somebody say, I got five years, three months, and two days left. He's like, that's prison talk. Yeah. Because people trying to that's get how out. That's talk about it, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I never thought about that. But that was my thing. It was, I just had to go. Like, yeah. 
My wife was pregnant. I just yeah. got married, just bought a house. I didn't have a game plan. I'm just like, two weeks notice, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I ran a call one day, and when I got hired, I told them, I'm going to give you all all I got, but the day that I feel like I'm not fulfilled, I'm doing you guys an, a disservice, yeah. mm -hmm. right? I got a call on this dude, 11.30 in, in a, you know, at night, walking along 155. He got creamed by a car. Wow. He's still alive. I'm usually doing this, praying over him, you know, doing that. Like, Come on, God, let's, you know, I'm all in. I'm emotional. But I became the firefighters that I didn't like. Like, I'm like, man, this dude, like, just go to sleep, bro. I want to go back to the station. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. I was like, just no emotion. Yeah. Literally. You become almost desensitized. Desensitized. Bro. And, and, and you can still be desensitized and, desensitized and still do your job with passion. Yeah. Right? You just learn how to disconnect when you don't have that sensitivity in anymore, yeah. right? So, but I had that sensitivity and I had the passion, but it was gone. That one call, the very next day, I woke up to my tent and said, "I'm out." No, it's like he's like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, I told y'all when I get to the point where I'm not emotionally involved anymore, yeah, I gotta go because mm -hmm. I'm gonna get someone hurt, get myself hurt. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not invested no more mostly. Yeah, so I left." Like, wow. that was it. Two weeks notice, my chief called me, tried to talk me out of it. I mean, there was other reasons. Like, I just, you know, I did taxes in 2008 to whatever. So I used to do taxes for my lieutenants and chiefs. Yeah. That was my crystal ball to see what I was going to be making. Yeah. So, like, I'm not doing this for 10 more years. Thanks. And y'all making you five more than me. You'd be like, okay, this ain't it. Yeah, yeah, it what's funny is, it's like, you almost have a... Uh, an imagination of what the what it looks like, but it's not the reality. And when you find out, you're like, wait a minute, huh? I remember I had a like a summer job, and uh, it was a guy's son. He was super dope, and uh, I was like, dang, okay, we killing. You know, I was making decent money, like for some job. It was like maybe uh, I think it might have been like fifteen or twenty an hour, or something like that. It was bad money, and I, but the son was dope. And I was like, man, he got me. I'm making this, you know what I'm saying? And I looked at he 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 showed me his check one time. And I looked at it, and it was like, might have been like eight or ten dollars more an hour. And I was like, oh, man, this yeah. is his son. This is son. Yeah. So you already know. I already know what this look like. You, you know what I'm saying? It's a similar, similar feeling. That's, that's yeah, dope. Man. Let me ask you this. Have you seen people have, that have, you know, built relationships um, in the fire station and gone on to do well? I know you've seen that. But have you seen people that may have messed up relationships and then it's affected them when they try to get into your space? Hmm. That left the fire department? Yeah, like they just didn't treat people right and then they come over here and it's like a person that they had a bad relationship with is in a, in a position that could... That happens all the time, bro. Because healthcare is so big, Yeah. but everyone knows each other, right? Yeah. Priority one, we all, yeah, yeah, yeah. we know each other. So you get people that will say, hey man, this guy called, mm -hmm. he's going to come look for a job, you know, but this is what happened. Wow. But on the other side of the spectrum, we have people that have left the fire department for a reason that probably wasn't justifiable. Yeah. But you'll have senior firefighters calling and saying, hey, can you give them a job? Yeah. So it works both ways. Yeah. You know, it's, like I said, healthcare is like you got to build your business on relationships. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad ones. Yeah, no, Because the sure. word spreads. Yeah, yeah. You know and what I mean? And I, I asked that question because it's two things. One, I know some of y'all looking at this and you may be wanting to go to a different space. But I also want you to know you can't disrespect where you're at. Because like you said, it's a small world. Like, what's funny is, I found you through a friend that I have, mm -hmm. but you knew my brother. Yep. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's like, how? What are, Works with your brother. What What yep. are the odds of that, though? You understand what I'm saying? And, so and that's why you have to be careful now how you start maintaining relationships and start building them because you just never know. Like, you don't know who you might be doing business with that's a brother of somebody you're working with today. You know, you know what I'm saying? Or it could be friends, a best friend with somebody that you know today that you cussed out or treated wrong, and the next thing you know, you had a business meeting, and they look at it like, yo, nah. That's that. Remember that dude I was talking about at the barbecue? That's the dude I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. And it, it just, you know, stuff comes full circle. So I know even sometimes you might be frustrated where you are and, less, you know, you left your job for that reason. But, man, still treat people right. Yeah. I, I didn't I, burn no bridges. Yeah, no, no. I yeah. left on good terms. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, absolutely. Let me let me ask you this. Because you talk about relationships. And I, I believe building relationships and long-term relationships are important. Can you give somebody some tips or things that you do well to build relationships with people? What I do well, man, is I, and I'm, I'm getting better the older I get, yeah. right? Uh, what I do well is noticing my weaknesses, Okay. right? I overcommit. Yeah. And and somebody told me one time I'm loyal to a fault. Yeah. Right? You know, when me and you did the ambush, I'm like, look, don't even worry about this. I'm, I'm yeah. dot, 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 because yeah. all I need is one person to say, yo, I got you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so yeah. sometimes now I have to realize that that doesn't mean I have to go all out for them for the rest of my life. Like, right. I'm not indebted to you. Yeah. So I tell people, like, just because someone does something nice, you know, pay attention to it and you yeah. want to reciprocate. Yeah. But you're not indebted to them, right? Yeah, that's a fact. You know what I mean? Yeah, and understand if somebody does something nice, are they benefiting as well as you, as right. much as you yeah. are, right? Sometimes yeah. I'll be looking at people like, yo, this dude looked out for me. Oh, how much money he made? Oh, he made a lot. Like, no, he yeah. looked out for himself. Yeah, like, it was you know business. What I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, some it was people, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so learn the difference. Yeah. And, and you know, that'll stop you from getting hurt. Yeah, you know, and I've had people hurt. that I've had people that do that, bro. It's like like, you know, like in not how can I say this? It's not my current barbers or nothing like that, but it was people in the past. <laughs> but I've had people that's like, yo, we I pay you every time we we have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And then it'd be like, I'm doing something, they'd be like, Oh, I gotta pay for that? I'm like, I pay you every week. Yes, you have to pay. Like, you're not coming to my you ain't coming to my crib cutting my house for free. Yeah. Cut my hair for free. You're not like, yo, you my guy, I'm pulling up. Like, no. like, But sometimes, and this is something I had to learn, kind of what you're saying, is I had to realize there's some relationships that are just business. And then there are some that are both. And But if you start mistaking one as like a friendship that's that they really just see as business, that's where you start getting messed up. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of stuff is mutual. It's like, and it should be mutual. I try to have as many mutual relationships as possible because... You know, those typically work out better. If somebody needs somebody else more than the other person, it's not like something that makes sense. It's like you got to have a neutral heart. Correct. Right? You yeah. can't have a you can have a big heart for selective people. Yeah. Right? Because they're sure. going to be like, man, Justin, I value you. Yep. Yep. You know, yep. but other people say, I value you, but, hey, man, you think you can put me on your show? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. my value comes with contingency. Right. You, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I it comes with conditions. All the time. I, all the time. And, and a lot of people, they just build, sometimes people are building relationships for a reason. And a lot of times you can tell them, okay, you're trying to just get close just yeah. to do this. I had a lot, I know a lot of people that try to get close to other people just to get to me or get close to me to get close to somebody else. Yeah, y'all got a whole set of different issues. I don't have those issues. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. But I remember when me and you first met, and for like a year or two, I'd call you just be like, yo, you good? Yeah, you did. Text I don't need nothing. Like yeah. Alex good in. I don't even know Alex yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, of course, me and Marcus, we yeah. working together, but I'd be like, bro, you good? Because yeah. y'all doing something I'm not. Y'all got a, another level of demand. Mm -hmm. You got, you probably are responsible to more people. Yeah, for sure. And as brothers, we don't really do that. Like, yeah. y'all yeah, don't need nothing. Just, yeah. you good? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I love being around my son. Yeah. Like, I love my daughter. Yeah. Don't get it yeah. wrong. You know, they 22, yeah. 20. 
But my son is super dope because he's seven and he just, that's unconditional. Like, no, dad, you want to just play video games with me? Dad, you want to play? Yeah. Like, you ever meet someone who just want to be with you just yeah. for the sake of being just with being you? Just being with you, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, like now, everybody, like, I put them on that level. Like, no, nah, you got to like me like him. Yeah. Like, for me, like a female, like, no, yeah. just be with me because yeah. you just want to be with me, not yeah. what I can provide for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. just got to be a real one. Yeah, yeah right? absolutely. Yeah. My son's love with me is so unconditional, mm -hmm. and that's crazy, though. But I know my daughters do, too, yeah. but, you know, they're that age yeah. where yeah. they love yeah, you, and then they say, but can you, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, but just to have that authentic, mm -hmm. I look for that in my friendships. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Now, I'll say this because and you can share whatever you want to share, right? But, you know, a lot of y'all know by this point I was married before. And it wasn't a, uh, like, we didn't have, like, a terrible divorce, like, yo, I hate you, that type of stuff. There were things that that I learned about myself after the fact that, you know, I don't know if you could look back on your relationship and be like, okay, there were some problems there. And then, you know, you start dating people again. You're like, okay, wait a minute. Okay, that was me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because this is a brand new person and I'm having a similar issue. So oh, yeah. that one I created. But then there's something that you, that you, um, you know, obviously see that could have came from another party. Did you, in your transition from, you know, fatherhood, relationship, and all that kind of stuff, did you find out anything about yourself as a man? Yeah, I'm not perfect. Yeah. I'll tell you, last month I was at a um, a wedding, and uh, it was my sister's best friend, but she's like my little sister. Yeah, yeah. And um, we had the reception. wedding was dope. And uh, I was like, dang, they're going to probably ask me to speak. Mm -hmm. What am I going to say? I, I met her husband now yeah but the first time i met him was at my mom's funeral mm. so i'm like oh you know first time i met my guy he was at my mom's funeral so that speaks characters i mean that speaks volumes for his character yeah and he really cares about barika yeah so that shows that he it's not about him it's about you know being there for her yeah but don't you know when i first met my son's uh, mom about 13 years ago she asked me to go to her grandmother's funeral when we were just dating i was like I don't know her. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna go. Yeah. So right after the funeral, the next day I called her. I said, "Hey, I owe you an apology. That time when you asked me to be at your grandma's funeral 13 years ago, I should have been there because mm. it wasn't about me. It was about being there for you. Yeah. Right. So it's always like learning new stuff about myself and learning, you know, just I want to be better than I was yesterday. Yeah. Right. And so that's big. Yeah. So she was like, the, that meant a lot to her. Think about the power it takes to come and apologize for something for 13 years ago, though. Nobody does it. Yeah. You look. I'm not gonna ask your age. We on yeah. camera. Yeah, yeah. But I, I guarantee you can't name more than five people that looked at you and said, "Justin, you know what? You were right. My bad. I'm gonna work on that." Yeah. I ask that question all the time, and I tell people, if you could put, if you could count more than five, then you're blessed. I can't tell you more than three people that I told them something about themselves, and you're like, you know what? You're you right. Mm -hmm. Dang. You don't even have to say it now. Come back later and say it. Yeah. I don't know nobody that really does that. Yeah. People are too prideful. To me, it's like. That's just an opportunity for me to evolve, like for me to keep growing. So if yeah. you say something that makes sense, just don't be like, I might not get it right away. Yeah. But I'll be like, dang, bro. I'll pick up the phone and be like, you know what? You was right. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. now I just took another step of being better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And people don't do that, man. I don't know why. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. Get, you know. Yeah. Dang, that's big. I like that. Um, we're about to talk about healthcare, but I want to talk about one more thing first. You were new to the social media space. Yeah. Right? I remember when we first met. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like 200 followers. Yeah, I think it was like, it might have been like the solopreneur <laughs> or something like that. And I was like, okay. And it was like, it's funny, I'm glad you changed your name because I'm like, man, it's going to be an interesting name to kind of keep solo because, you know, if you're really going to build it big, you got to be more of your team. You know what I'm saying? So 
how was because now there's people that's probably watching this um, that you know may not be my age. You know, Hans is maybe like a year or two older. Let's just say that. Yeah, let's just say that. But there are people that's like, oh, I'm too. You know, I've been I've been living too long. I'm too old to start getting into social media. What made you jump out there, step into it, start posting? What was that mental process of like, okay, all right, let me start let me start doing this. It was frustrating, man, but I wanted to do it because I knew I had a higher uh, calling. But you know what? I heard this thing. I think Les Brown said in Des, uh, Denzel Washington mm-hmm. quoted him right, mm-hmm. and it was like, you probably heard it. Imagine if you're in your grave. And all the ghosts of your ideas are standing around you. Mm. And they say, we came to you so you could bring us to life. But now we have to die here with you. So I'd rather try something and just step out there. That's a visual for you. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So anytime I have an idea, I'm going to plant that seed and roll with it. Because I don't want to live with that. Like, I don't want to close my eyes for one time and be like, damn. And God's like, yo, I gave you that. You just didn't move on it. Right? Forget having 100. Like, I gave you that. Yeah. And I've met people, man. I was at a place in Arizona. I was I partnered up with a, a doctor in Arizona to open up a, a clinic out there. Yep. So I'm calling my, my homeboy. I'm like, yo, I'm in Arizona. Where you at? He's like, I'm at my son's track meet. And I go to a track meet, Justin, in Arizona. This dude walks up to me and says, yo, healthcare CEO, I want to start an So just inspiring people, yeah. it's like, man, I'm, look, it was worth it. Yeah, you know it makes I mean? you start thinking like, what was why, what was holding me back from being consistent and doing it earlier? I'm not gonna say it was fear, man. I don't know. It's, yeah. It wasn't fear. It was just um, laziness sometimes. You know, I tell people, making a million dollars is not hard. Keeping yeah. it yeah. is harder because yeah. you get complacent. Yeah. So once I taste, and that's one of my Achilles' heels. When I taste success, I could fall back a little. Yeah. You know, and I'm mm-hmm. like, and then I see you. Let's go. Yeah, no. Justin working out. You know, yeah, I'm like competitive. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes my competitive energy, I have to have that melt testosterone around me for me to go, oh, he's doing this. And it's not even out of jealousy. It's just, yeah. I want to. Yeah, let's you got to get it. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, that's, so let's uh, let's jump into the healthcare space. Okay. You know, somebody came up to you, talked about it. Uh, for what would you say are the pros and cons? Because one of the main businesses that you teach are is non-emergency healthcare. Mm-hmm. So number one, what is that? We Okay, so what I teach is people how to own their own ambulance company, yeah. right? So I don't want people to get it confused because a lot of times people say non-emergency mm-hmm. and that's really a wheelchair van, yeah, right? Okay. So I, I try to clarify that. We use our ambulances to do non-emergency transport because that's where the money's at. Got it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But our ambulances are also licensed to do 911. Correct. We just don't cater to that. Yeah. Because the consistency's not there, right? Right. You could go do a 911 call and hope the person pays their bill. Mm-hmm. Or I can use the same ambulance that I'm licensed to that can do everything the fire departments do, but I just cater to consistent scheduling. Yeah. Patients. Yeah. Schedule patients. So yeah. that's really what I do. So one of the biggest things, this is not even a healthcare thing, this is a United States thing. Is uh, employees, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. How do you slow down or stop the turnover rate? Yeah, and that's the one thing I've done was build a culture. Yeah, um, definitely have my expectations in black and white. Yeah, and I try to do what everybody's not doing. Like I was one of the only ambulance companies providing insurance. Yeah, so when people get insurance, they feel obligated to stay. They have a commitment to stay because they have kids or whatever. Yeah, and if nobody else is doing it, yeah, I can probably take home less of a profit, but I don't have to worry about waking up because somebody didn't 
coming to work because yeah. they don't care. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I provide insurance and do little things for my employees and I make sure that they eat before I do, yeah. you know, if your employees know you got a Range Rover, know you got this, mm-hmm. you got to take care of them. Yeah. So I make sure they're taken care of. Yeah. And they can call me at any time. Yeah. So that's one of the biggest things and that's one of the ways I combat it. Yeah. What, what would you say are like some of the pros and cons of having an ambulance company? <sighs> I'll always say this, man. I own a home health. Yeah. And if you walk around and tell people you own a home health, they'll be like, oh, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. But when you say I own an ambulance company, you go, huh? Yeah. You know, they look yeah, at yeah. you like, huh? Yeah. How'd you? Yeah, yeah. So I love that, right? Yeah, I love yeah that's true. Yeah. The umph, right? Yeah. I walked through the World Congress Center yesterday because uh, we're, we're trying to do the EMS for yeah. investments. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was in my healthcare shirt slacks. No security stopped me. Like, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. that. Oh, you're health. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that oomph, that yeah. emphasis people put on it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's one of the pros, right? Because it opens doors for so many other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the cons are the cost. Yeah, it, that's for sure. It I'll takes to out. start it. Yeah, you know. You start, you know, <laughs> okay. The cost yeah. of you. But, you know, things wasn't available like they are now. Yeah. Like you and I could have just. Got 150k of business funding. We yeah. loving life. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I paid. Oh, but so I paid all my stuff cash. Cash. Yeah, this dude was like, "Yo, I got two trucks. I'm buying right now." Mm-hmm. And yep. you know, and my mentees do that now, but they do it with business funding. Yeah, we no. did. No. And I ended up. I ended up buying four. You bought yeah. four. Yeah. I was growing. You yeah. know what I mean? And um, and that's, you know, the things. And even one of the cons is not having a network, right? Because yeah. when you thought about even. Hey, this might not be the thing. I was like, give me a chance to just audit you. Yeah, yeah. And now, John by the way, like, and I called him. I said, bro, I don't, this is this cost me too much money. <laughs> and because and you know, and granted, we started during COVID. Yeah. So it was it was a, it was a tough time because that business. And I, I'm gonna just kind of give my perspective. Is it's almost like a reverse of most businesses, meaning like we had to get the office first. Mm-hmm. Right, you have to get the office first. We had to get the trucks first. We had to get the insurance first. You invest so much before, and then you start. And so, I, and I and I want people to understand, like, because you know, some people that maybe some of y'all are like network marketing or like side hustle businesses, and like this is like a real business. And so, the reason a lot of people can't do well in even some of these affiliate programs and stuff like that is because their mindset is not even strong enough to start a real business. So, like, when you, I don't want you to be, be prepared of like, yo, you're really jump, jumping into a real business. But here's the other thing. What I like about that is you put so much in, you have to try to figure it out. You got to. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I feel like sometimes with entrepreneurs, the problem, the reason a lot of them don't figure it out is because they don't put enough in. And this is a real business. And, and, and it was unique for me because this literally, that's the first, I've never had a business that I had to do it that way. Because I always do my businesses opposite. Like, yo, let me come up with an idea. I'm going to get some interest first, and then I'm going to go do it. And you tell this me. was like, nah, you... Do all, I was like, yeah, we gotta, I gotta pay all this for, and then when I started, you know, I, I waited, you know, I, I did stuff before we even got some of the numbers, so I'm paying payroll first for ninety payroll, days. Flying to Texas, out of my, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a, but it's a great business because it's like even during COVID, people needed transport. If you guys would have started right before COVID, I mean, COVID gave Medicare gave us a check for 150. Wow. Every ambulance company in Georgia got 150 thousand from the government. They're like, we need to make sure. You guys are still running. Wow. So, again, even though we run non-emergency, we're treated like the 911 companies, yeah. right? And the thing is, and I know, you know, no knock on anybody doing trucking. I get a client once a week yeah. saying they're trying to get rid of their trucks. Mm-hmm. And people, and I've done 
seminars and people go, well, why is what you're doing recession proof? Mm-hmm. And I like that question. Is there a liquor store in your neighborhood? Yeah. Is there a Popeyes? Yeah. Is there a McDonald's? Yeah. Do people still get sick? Do people still age? Yeah. Are there car accidents? Yeah. As long as all those things happen, yeah. I will have a job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Until we stop aging yeah. and stop having car accidents and people fall. Yeah. Alabama boat dock, you know, yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. we will, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. No. When that stops happening, then I'll probably look for something else. Yeah, that's a fact. But I've never heard, I, I had to hurt for patients. Shoot, my, one of my first two patients was my parents. Wow. So I've been blessed enough and kind of haunt you still that I had to transport both my parents. My dad was having an internal bleed and my mom was having a stroke. And I had to transport both of them. I had to ask one of my employees because I called my mom and something wasn't right. Mm. And she's like, yo, your dad's been laying on the floor since 9 o'clock. I'm like, mom, it's 5 o'clock. But that let me know something wasn't right with her. Mm. And so one of my employees was just about, we're literally at the office about to get off. I'm like, bro, I need you to ride with me real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to pay you extra. He's like, say no more. Yeah. Picked up my mom, put her in a stretcher, put her on the bench. Picked up my dad, put him on a stretcher. We code three, uh, code three, nine one one lights and sirens, all the way to Atlanta, Piedmont. Wow. One was having a stroke, one was having an internal bleed. So now it's like, roll one in, put him in the bed, because I already called the hospital and told him, hey, this is what we got, this is what we got. Yeah. So it was a blessing to do it, but again, it's not a day that I don't think about it. That's yeah. why when people ask me um, to sign up as a mentor, mentor for them, I'm like, what's your why? Yeah. Like my why was really to help people. I, I'm going to make money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you might be transporting somebody's mom and dad. You will yeah. be. Like, mm-hmm. you really get in that dirt like that? Because yeah. that's what I do. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then the money comes. Yeah. For that's. Sure. Yeah. Um, do you have to have, like, licenses for that business? You got to have a state license, but you don't have to be an EMT. Okay. So the owner don't have to be an EMT. No. Okay. You have to have EMTs, I guess, On work. trucks. Got it. Okay. So it's kind of similar, like, sometimes with trucking. Yeah. You don't have to be the driver, but you like can. The driver you, has to have a CDL. Or got it, got it. Okay. So. What is the day day in the life of two people, right? One, the person, because you've done both. Like, you were the person on the truck running, and then mm-hmm. at this point, you don't have to get on the truck anymore. You're the operator. Can you give me the day-to-day life of a person that's operating the business and on the truck? Because some of y'all may start like that. Yeah. And then also, the, the, the today life of running the business. So, let, we'll start with the person that's running it and on the truck. Well, right now, I'm in a place... Thank God that I manage companies, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I always tell people, if you're doing it, well, my mentees, I tell them, if you're running a business after two years, you're doing something wrong, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You got to find out your happy place, meaning that, um, like right now, my right-hand man, Marvin Thrasher, mm-hmm. yep. he makes more than me. Okay. Right? Yep. I don't have to ever be there. Yeah. He gets those calls, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so what we did was we made everyone who works in our office is an EMT, mm-hmm. from the receptionist to the billing person to Thrasher. So it would take four people to call out for me to actually have to jump on the truck. That's not going to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. But smart. I got to a place where Thrasher makes 10K a month. Mm-hmm. I make seven. Yep. But I have so many other investments. I'm like, I'm not. Let's build up the business. Yep. You know what I mean? I'll pay myself more when the time be it. But yep. if someone say, hey, I'm going to start this company for you. You're going to make 7K a month. But you don't ever have to be there. Yeah. You're going to do it. Yep. 84K a year for not doing nothing. Yeah. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's my life now. Yeah. Right? I don't check runs. I don't do marketing. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. do anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Thrasher's day-to-day is jumping on a truck if somebody calls. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so say this is your assistant or this is the actual 
owner operator mm-hmm. for the first two years. Okay. Jumping on trucks if anyone calls, doing scheduling, doing marketing, and reviewing all the patient care reports because that's where the money's at. Yep. So every time your employees want to call, they have to do a patient care report. You as the owner are going to look that report over and send it to billing to make sure your money's right. Got it. Okay. So Got that's it. the day-to-day. The EMTs, they pick up patients. We're a medical Uber. Got it. You know what I mean? Yep. We take people that can't walk. Got it. Okay. I like it. If Because you've seen companies come in business, do extremely well. You've seen some come in business and not do well. What have you seen in the companies that fail their issues? Lack of ownership. Yeah. Like you got to eat, breathe, and sleep. You you know, before mm-hmm. you even ran a, a thing, we was on the phone every other, yeah. hey, Hans, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. But people think, this is not passive income. Let's just get that yeah. out the way. The mm-hmm. first two years are not. Yeah. You have to be an owner operator. Yeah. Right? I just got off the phone with my guy, um, Justin. No, I mean, uh, Sean, who owns Life EMS. Mm-hmm. And Life EMS closed down. And I literally got off the phone with him about an hour ago. But he has a new ambulance company. Yep. I'm like, bro, I never asked you what happened to Life. He's like, we grew so fast, bro, that when COVID, they grew from one truck to 20 trucks, 20 trucks in two years. He couldn't keep up. Yeah. So if Medicare stops your money, you still got 20 trucks of payments. Yeah. So he's yeah. like, and you got payroll for the people still. His pay was forty thousand every two weeks. Yeah. So, but what I realized was, I didn't have to get the twenty trucks. I talked and did enough research that again, you find your happy place. Mm-hmm. When you get the twenty trucks or four or five trucks, you're almost making the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So give me five trucks and I'll have to be on an ambulance. Yep. And now he has five trucks. He's loving life. He's in yeah. Alpharetta. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. so it's MetLife or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, that's that's one of the biggest things people. They see the money, and they don't grow methodically, right? Yeah. It's like, like you said, it's the, the instant coffee. Yep. No, let this thing mm-hmm. brew. Mm-hmm. Learn this industry because Medicare, you know, dialysis is just one facet of it, right? Mm-hmm. You got hospice. You got mental health. You got football games, basketball games. You got urgent care, wound care, you know, nursing homes. I just named other eight other streams of income that mm-hmm. you could do with this. But people focus on one thing. And because that one thing is continuous, yeah. they try to grow and go too fast. And now you got to look for employees. You got to jump on the truck. Yeah. I'm comfortable. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. I, I want to I touch on something, too, right, especially for, for you all, because I, I caught it in what he said, but probably y'all, a lot of y'all didn't catch it, right? Number one, he said it takes about two years before you can really not eat, breathe, and sleep the, sleep the business if you're doing it right, right? And obviously, at this point, you have other businesses. A mistake I see a lot of entrepreneurs making right now is they're trying to get into a business and then immediately trying to diversify and get into another business. And then trying to they're trying to have multiple streams, but sometimes too fast. Mm-hmm. If you I don't care and it I don't care if it's this business. Social media can mess you up because you can literally win in every business. If I'm looking at Hans, I'm like, yo, healthcare, ambulance, that's it. And then I go to somebody else's page, I'm like, oh, I'm doing trucking. Come over here, I'm doing Forex, come over here, I'm doing solar. Come over here, I'm doing this like, yo. And guess what? People making money in all of them. But whenever you make a decision, whatever you do, I'm just listening to your game plan. Come in there, focus for two, three years. That's it. Now, you've got to a point where you own other businesses. You said, hey, I've got a home health care company. Diversification was also inside the same industry. Mm -hmm. You've got a restaurant, Mm -hmm. right? You've got a couple other things. So at what point did you know or you were able to say, okay, you know, all right, let me invest in this something else. Um, once I got 
the ambulance to where I had to go, right? Yeah. And you know that Jack of all trades quote. Yeah. But of course, people don't know the ending uh, of it, yeah. right? Yeah. It's so, often better than a master of none. It's the yeah. part that they don't. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I took that and I actually looked at, like, I watch a lot of Shark Tank. Yeah. Right? So everything I do is strategic, mm -hmm. right? So you could own a lot of businesses, but your partnership has to be strategic. They can't be on your same level. Correct. Right? So when I felt comfortable and I had enough capital to throw in different places, mm -hmm. my cousin, 30 years restaurant. Okay, all I got to do is fund this. Mm -hmm. I can be still hands off, right? Yeah. And I don't, I don't partner up with people that need money. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't do it. Yeah. And I don't partner up with people that's never made money passively. Yeah. You take a W-2 person and try to and, and show them how to make the same amount of money they're making mm -hmm. without clocking in, mm -hmm. that's an addiction I don't want to deal with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And, and so those are two things that I live by. So I try to strategically partner up with people. Like, yeah. again, like how you partner up with your, your girlfriend, right? Yeah. What are you, what's the value you bring? Because yeah. my job right now is to work or to just manage. I don't want to run anything. Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. want to run one business. Yeah. Ownership is overrated, by the way. Y'all don't know that yet because yeah. right now everybody wants to own a business. Bro, if you ask anyone right now who owns Ann Cheese, mm -hmm. they'll say Gooch. Yeah. And I am just fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I could be the majority owner, nobody will never know. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, do your thing, bro. Yeah. I talked to Gooch for it. Last year I was like, yo, you want to be CEO? Mm -hmm. He's like, you want me to be the face of it? I don't listen. The bills are right. We ain't getting sued. Go do your thing. I'll be Dr. Dre. You could be Snoop. Yeah. I want to yeah. be in the background. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So when I when I look at stuff like that, I look at where's my company now? Can I manage everything from my laptop? So once my ambulance business got there, of course, it just made sense to do the home health. Mm -hmm. Now, my home health, I partnered up with a nurse. Yeah. Right? I'd rather have 50% of something than 100% of nothing. Right. So if I could give somebody an opportunity to... Be an entrepreneur, but they have a skill set I don't have, and all they need is my mentorship and financial backing. Yeah. But they got the grit, they got that dog in them, mm -hmm. and they got that discipline. Yeah. All I gotta do is kind of hey tweak mm -hmm. here and there. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always tell people I'm not Shark Tank, I'm Fish Tank, right? Yeah. Shark Tank, you gotta have proof of concept. You yeah. gotta have money. You yeah. gotta show I'm Fish Tank. I'm like that guy that's gonna take you when it's just born. Yeah. I like, come with a dope idea. I'm like. Oh, let's do this. Mm -hmm. You know? Yep. So yep. I, I made a video. Y'all, some of y'all need to go back and watch this, but I talked about like the different roles that you can play in a business. And I had to get taught it. So the first role you can have in a business is the entrepreneur. Typically, you can be an entrepreneur in two, max three businesses. When I say entrepreneurs, like Hans is doing Hans, how to wait the way that Hans does it. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like any business I do, I'm gonna it's gonna have a Justin feel to it that I'm doing, right? But you can't do that in every business. So you got to say, okay, man, okay, man, I'll be the person that's driving it over here and marketing over here, being the personality. Then you have somebody that is just the consultant, meaning like, hey, you, I give you advice, give you my ideas, but you don't get me. And then mm -hmm. the other role that you can have, and I dive into this a little bit more, is just money. Meaning, hey, I give you money and you don't get my ideas or me. And I think a lot of times what I had to learn was which role, if I'm coming into a business, which role am I going to take? Because once, sometimes the, the uh, problem in partnerships is you think I'm coming in as number one, but I'm coming in as just number three. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm thinking, yo, I'm just giving you money, but you're thinking, oh, he about to come over here and do it, do the Hans thing over here. It's like, yeah. no, 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 I'm not. Yeah. Hans, Hans is not going... 
be the Hans that he was in his ambulance company for everything you're a part of. No. Someone was like, yo, I'm going to just invest. This one, hey, I might come in a couple of days, show my face, you know, give you my ideas. And then someone was like, hey, man, just. I have them uncomfortable talks <laughs> from jump. I got a yeah. lounge opening up in Marietta, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So if someone asked you, Justin, why are three reasons you invest? What do you say? Or give me some reasons you invest. In a business or just period? Period. Oh, it's to make money. Okay. Yeah. Any other reasons? If I care about the person, if it's a good idea, but nine times out of ten, it's to make money. Okay, cool. Because that's what usually people say. Yeah. Money, generational wealth, yeah. residual income. Uh, or sometimes it's like, you know, sometimes it's like a, to leave an impact, you know what I'm saying? Like a, yeah. like a, you know, make a statement of like, okay, this is different. And that's why I tell people. Like, I do that, right? Invest for money, leave some bond to my kids, put yeah. it in the trust. But the other reason I invest that a lot of people, I think, do but don't even know that they're doing I invest to attract investors, mm. right? So I got a lounge opening up in Marietta. Yep. I told the dude straight up, I just want people to see I got a lounge. Because yeah. this is going to be like, this dude got a restaurant lounge. What yeah. the? He got rental cars. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not cooking. I'm giving you money just yeah. so I could be like, yo, y'all come through my lounge. Everybody's going, what the hell is he, yeah. what is he doing? Mm-hmm. So now I'm attracting other people that probably wouldn't have noticed me. Yeah. But they say, okay, he's a force to be reckoned with. He's got a restaurant, a lounge in Buckhead, Marietta. Mm-hmm. He's got his home. Hey, then you start getting the phone call. So sometimes people don't realize, like, I invest just to attract other people, right? right yep. You take the bait, you go fishing yep. just yep. to attack that's other like, fish. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's one of the main reasons yeah. I do it. And I, and I have those uncomfortable conversations from jump because I don't want any expectations of me, any false expectations, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. No, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not paying light bills. I'm not going to be hands-on. I gave you 20, make it work. Yeah. I don't care if I don't even get my 20 back because yeah. this is me throwing that bait out there to attract yeah. something bigger. For sure. So I already know I'm taking an L. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But it, I know what I'm doing. It's yeah, strategic. Sure. Yeah. Right? It's, it's a different, it's a different, uh, it's a different play. And I think that's that's important too, because some of y'all seeing people make moves and not all of them are for money. No. Some of some of them are busy moves. And not not like busy like bad, but like busy like if you but you're not understanding that when somebody like this. Hans is making a move like that. He's already got multiple businesses that are already successful. And so he's not starting his ambulance company today and starting his home health company today and starting his restaurant in Lenox Mall today and starting a lounge today. And that's what a lot of people are doing. And that's, and that's what I see a lot of entrepreneurs are messing up. They're trying to do too much. They're trying to be you today. How long have you been in business? Ooh, 2016. And everything I got, I planted seeds before COVID. Seven years. Yeah. Seven years. Running a successful business, mm-hmm. and when did when did you first start diversifying your businesses? Before COVID, like the the lounge in Marietta yeah. was two years ago. The restaurant was during COVID, so those seeds been planted. Yeah. So like three years. Yeah. So, because I'm also you know anytime we talk about this stuff, I'm also trying to get people the other side of like understand, trying to give them tips on where they're going, mm-hmm. but not trying to do it too fast. You know what I'm saying? Because it does, like okay, so it's like hey, I've and you did it over time. It wasn't like all at one time. You know what I'm saying? So y'all just make sure y'all take notes. Like, yes, the goal is, I'm never going to talk you a lot of like diversifying because you do want to diversify. Um, I it, Another thing, I, I typically only invest in businesses that I understand or I have immediate relationships with. If you notice when you watch Shark Tank, the ones they invest in are the ones that they already have the supply chain ready. Like, oh, you know They're what? Ready to go. Hey, all right, if I invest in this one, I can put you on Home Shopping Network. I know the the uh, the the suppliers for this. Mm-hmm. They get you a better price on this, so they're already thinking about okay, the relationships that I have. Oh, this is plug and play. Easy. It's so it has to make sense 
Like there's a there's a business that make make sense for you and don't make sense for me, but it's still a great business. I I pitched the ambulance business. People don't know in 2015 at Rick Ross. Wow. I went to high school with him. I had a flyer. It was him in a suit and yeah. a bunch of the Ross EMS rapid onsite support and service. Yeah. His people was like dope, but he's like, oh, that ain't me. But I know him. He he's gonna invest in stuff that he uses. Yeah. Right. So I didn't get offended. I was like, no, I understand. I pitched the whole thing and like you said, it might not be. For him, you yeah. know what I mean? But it doesn't mean it's a bad business. No, no. It's, it is a great business. Yeah. Um, it was more expensive, I ain't gonna lie, for me than what yeah. I thought. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm glad I got some money because it's in, granted, everybody don't have to do it the way I do it. Like now, you, like you said, people get financing and stuff like that. Um, but it's, it's, it is a consistent business. It's a consistent. And what I will say on what you, what, what I tell my mentees is, um, this is one thing I said, look, just focus on one thing and opportunities will come, right? Yeah. You don't, Shaq was never an actor. Mm. He just, I'm going to focus on basketball. Right. Then the acting, then the sponsoring. Like, if you focus on one thing, mm -hmm. the restaurant opportunity, the lounge opportunity, they will come because yeah. people see your greatness. And you don't have to go looking for business or try to do what everybody else is doing. Somebody's going to be like, yo, let me holler at you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So from, the, from just picking up, and I always tell people, from picking up one patient back in uh, 2016 to get me four or five trucks, to meeting you, to now... I'm doing with Marcus. I was yeah. with David the other day. Mm -hmm. Once you're good at one thing, yeah. you will do a lot of things because those yeah. doors are open. People will see your work ethics yeah. and, you, you know, how real you are. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yo, can you, yeah. you know, your phone will ring. Like, yeah. I turn down business all the time, but. You probably say no more than you say yes. Yeah, yeah, saying. man, yeah. Because it's like, you know, and you, I was talking to David Shannon. Mm -hmm. You're the same way. And me and him was talking. He's like, man, I got a, a list of employees. And he's like, how do you know what employees to hire because he was hiring. Yeah. I said, I ain't got your issue. Yeah. Right? I said, what I would do is I, I got this thing called the, the Mr. Miyagi effect. Okay. And he's like, what's that? I said, well, you got somebody that wants to work at, what's this thing called? Um, geez. Social proof. Social proof. Yep. I said, make them clean the floors for a month. Mm -hmm. Make them go get donuts. They can't even come by the studio. Just make them do grunt work. See their true authentic self, right? Because mm -hmm. you don't know if somebody just wants to be with you because you're new age. Mm -hmm. yeah. And be like, yo, when you, can I do it? Nah, bro. You're mm -hmm. going to run. Go pick up my next guest. Yeah. That's, I just need you to Uber. Yeah. You don't even get to come upstairs. You don't get to take the elevator. Yeah, yeah. Like, you got to really, imagine when we was doing stuff. Like, it had to be like, you had to fight, you know, yeah. for a raise, yeah. right? People don't have to do that no more because it's like a red carpet to yeah. just, you know, no employee should get hired by you and should be able to, sit here yeah, for no, like no. three months. Yeah, no, no, I take it. Right? Back. Yeah. And so that is just knowing someone's, again, value mm -hmm. and knowing that, like my son, they just wanted to be with you because I like what you stand for. Yeah. You know, I was telling Marcus the other day, so I don't mess with you, so I ain't making no money off you. Mm -hmm. I was telling him in turquoise. But what I love about y'all and the reason I rock with y'all so hard is, you remember when they did the... um the Letterman jacket thing. Yeah, yeah. The, mm -hmm. What was it? The um, the Omega, the sorority, the fraternity. Yeah, fraternity, yeah. That's why I rock with you. Mm -hmm. so there's no other reason. I said, when I was there and I saw that, and then, of course, the circle, I posted y'all for a couple months. Yeah, you did. Like, mm -hmm. these dudes really about brotherhood. Yeah. That's why I rock with y'all. That's mm -hmm. why I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you find people that got value and are really authentic about Leaving a, a legacy of not how many Rolexes got, but mm -hmm. I helped a lot of people. Yeah, I've like sure. opened up 10, 15 ambulances hmm. in Georgia. Yeah. And I get people asking me all the time, like, 
why you do this? I'm like, what? You know, you open up competition. I'm like, what God got for me, no one can take. Mm-hmm. Helping a bunch of people ain't stop me from getting patients. I still get patients. Yeah. You know, if it's for you, it's for you. So it's like, I rock with people that that got that mentality. Or at least want to develop yeah. that. Yeah. No, that's you know real. what I mean? So. Yeah. You, you got a lot of businesses. Yeah. What's your favorite one? Restaurant. Yeah. I meet the dopest people there. <laughs> like, like the women. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I walk in there. I know how it feels to be rich and white now. Yeah. I literally walk in there, t- you know, probably my V-neck, my yeah. Target V-neck. Mm-hmm. Like, my sweats come from the gym. And, yeah. And I get this all the time. I, and you guys, if you come to my restaurant, You'll see me sweeping. Mm-hmm. I tell the, my crew when I'm there, I'm there to help them. Yeah. I'm not cooking any sandwiches. Like, they're good at it. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. So my, my job when I'm there is to support. But I'm usually at my table with my laptop because I, I manage my other stuff. Yeah. And someone will see me and say, you, you own this? And I'm telling you, bro, I'm wearing just yeah. regular schmegular. Mm-hmm. But it's a break from everything else because yeah. I get to interact from, with people from different you know, backgrounds. Yeah. And we got the dopest conversations. Like I said, I met two um, plastic surgeons. Yeah. One lady was white, her husband was Asian. Just talking. You know, mm-hmm. and it's, every day I'm learning something, I'm getting new contacts. So, yeah. the restaurant is just yeah. my safe haven. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah. You, you said something, like, before we had started talking, it was like, you know, you, you haven't franchised yet, I don't know if you ever decided to do that. But you said there's a certain type of people that are always asking to invest. White people? Yeah. What? I, I've had one Futures, the rapper Futures, yeah. his manager asked to invest a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I have nothing but whites and Asians that say, hey, can I, how much does it cost to buy? Like, literally, Saturday of last week, I had four people ask me back to back to back to back. Wow. Didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. I thank God for that. Yeah. I'm like, because everyone says, this is so different. Yeah. And, and it's so good, like, though. If y'all ever in Linux, stop through. What's, what's the name of your spot? And Cheese ATL. It's fine. Gourmet Grilled Cheese Sandwich. Right yeah. by Bloomingdale's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so. Good spot. And I think that's why I invested in that. It was just different. I'm like, yeah. yo, this is, I like doing, you know, like you yeah. said, it's going solo. I like doing different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to, everybody go left, I'm going to go right. Yeah. You hear that feeling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got this but, tattoo in 97, bro. Wow. It says going solo, and it's me walking away from a crowd of people. Wow. Here's how I was laid by this tattoo so ugly. Mm. But that's been my mentality, and I was probably 19, 20. Wow. I was like, nah, I can't do what everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. If everybody's at the club drinking, I'm going to be the guy with the bottle of water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah. yeah. I like so. that. I like that. Um, the healthcare company, because I know y'all want to ask some questions about that. What kind of profit margin can a person expect with that, that business? There's two different. In, in income, I guess I should say, too. But yeah. margin, yeah. So. The ambulance, I'm going to break it down real quick. The ambulance pays per Medicare. That's the majority of your patients, right? Yep. You can still get private pay patients like Cigna, Humana, mm-hmm. Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and they'll pay more, right? But Medicare pays, now they raised it. It used to be 150 it's now 162 mm. So if I take someone to dialysis, it's $162. Okay. If I take them back, it's another 162 right? So that's mm-hmm. what, 134 I mean yep. 234 something like that? Yeah. Or 334 334 Yep. yep. 334 But... What happens is, and then they pay seven dollars a mile. Yeah. So the average person, if they live ten miles away, that's seventy dollars. Seventy dollars there, seventy dollars back. Wow. So now you take that three thirty four, and then you add one hundred and forty to it. Yeah. My math is not as good as it used to be. Yeah. But it's like you know, four seventy maybe. Four seventy. Yeah. But then they go three times a week. So take that four seventy times three. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. 
Take that $1,400 and times that by four weeks in a month, mm -hmm. right? So you're like $5,320. Yep. Now, if you take that and multiply that by 20 patients, you had $104,000 a month. Yep. That's the ambulance breakdown, mm -hmm. right? So the ambulance breakdown, you can make gross $104,000 a month. Mm -hmm. The home health, it's different. Yeah. You get awarded hours, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say you get a child that's sick because we specialize in pediatric patients, me, yeah. Gucci, yeah. Brad, all of us. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the reason they do that is like dialysis, right? Mm -hmm. They mirror each other. Home health and ambulance mirror each other. Got it. People market to dialysis because you have them for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. People market to pediatrics because you can have them till they're 21. Mm -hmm. You don't have to keep looking for patients. Yeah. Right? So now you have a patient that's two months old mm -hmm. and you, you get awarded 84 hours. Well, Medicaid will pay for home health. Medicare pays for ambulance. Government pay, mm -hmm. that's the way to go. Got it. Okay. Right? Medicaid will say, okay. Your patient, we're giving them 84 hours a month. Break it down however you want. Five mm -hmm. hours a day. You talk to the family. Y'all break it down to how many days a week you're coming and how many hours a day. But we're only giving you, because it's skilled, meaning RN services, mm -hmm. $50 an hour. Got it. You now got to negotiate with that nurse and say, I'm going to pay you 35 or 40 and you get the 10. Okay. So, so home health care, okay, I'm going to just translate this for myself. It's, it's almost like a staffing agency, it's a, a health care staff, staffing it's agency. a staffing agency. Yeah. Home health is the fancy way to say it, but you hit yeah. it on the head. Yeah. It's a staffing agency. Yeah. You got skill, which is your RN and LPN, and unskilled, which is CNAs, sitters. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But for every level, Medicaid will pay you a certain amount. Okay. If the doctor says this person needs skilled services, Medicaid, Medicaid will pay you $50 or something an hour. Okay. Unskilled, 35 And yeah. now you got to hire someone and negotiate so you can make the profit. Got it. So the more you get and the more hours that patient gets, the more money you'll make. Okay. So if I'm looking to start a ambulance company, on the low end, what should I be expecting to invest? 80 to 100. 80 to 100. And that's if I'm in the truck too or just period? No, that's just a start. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And home health, you can start a home health for probably 20, 25K. Yeah. yeah. If you do it yourself, probably less, but I'd rather pay somebody to just get all my yeah. Medicaid paperwork done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then again, 80 to 100. But again, things are different, right? People yeah. put ten thousand down in there, so now yeah. their starting prop, you know, ticket is fifty. Yeah, it really just depends on. Yeah. Mine was a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. Mine was a couple hundred thousand. We live in her. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. But like I said, it's uh, I think it's important for y'all to understand because it is it is a great business. You have to know what you're getting into. Like if you if you coming in, and you're just trying to make a quick dollar, and you're just trying to like. Make a quick lick. This is not the business. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Well, if you think you could do it in three months, it's gonna take eight months for you to probably get started. Yeah. Look, my brother, we, when we first started, he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna probably, uh, I'm probably do it for like like maybe six to twelve months, and then I'm gonna go move to Houston because he wasn't married at the time." I said, "Bro, there's no, there's no way." I told you, I was like, yeah. "That's not gonna happen." It's like, like, you need to be dedicated, bro. Yeah, yeah. And now he gets it. Like now he's like, "Man, I'm glad I, I went through that process of like figuring it out because it was a learning process for him too." You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it was me too. I didn't. You know, I didn't know much about that space at all. Now he's a beast. Yeah. Like, he calls me. He gave me two patients the other day. Wow. Like, he's like, man, I'm getting so many patients, I got to give them away. Yeah. I was like, okay, Jonathan, yeah. you know, proud mentor yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I nah, see you. Yeah, nah, that was You know? No, nah, he's, so, he's doing his thing, man. I'm proud yeah. of him, man. This is, it's great. Like I said, it's great business. And you you are great with knowledge. I appreciate You know, anytime I've called, you'd be like, hey, you know. Yeah, I appreciate so, it. You know, so I would say this. If y'all ever looking to get in, I know we, we'll probably, you know, share everybody how to get connected with you. I would say 
the timing of where you are is good because, you know, I don't know if in three to five years, as your son gets older, you're going to be as accessible taking the calls you take today. I'm going to be off the grid. Yeah. I got a 30 million <laughs> off, off no, social media. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm blessed right now. I got mentees in Cali, Arizona, um, where Chicago, uh, um, Alabama, two in Jersey, three in Philly, and one in Maryland, and one in Virginia. It's growing. Like my goal, and I, I put this on my vision, to have a mentee in almost every state. Yeah. Can I imagine saying, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and if somebody says, Justin, or dad, how did, or grandpa, how'd you get into owning an ambulance company? You'd be like, I was this guy I met like 20 years ago, mm-hmm. and my name just keeps going. Yeah. So yeah. I'm trying, you know, but yeah, and I wasn't ready back then. You know, yeah. I was trying to, like, yo, let just strike a deal with me, man. I need to know yeah. this. Yeah. But can you imagine, like, this is how dope God is. Can you imagine if you co-signed on it? Yeah. We wasn't structurally ready. Yeah, and that's you know it just that's why you remember I was like, bro, there's no way I can like. Yeah, I, I, and I didn't, yo, for I real, know. I'd be like, man, Justin ain't trying to help me, yeah. like. But knowing what I know now, mm-hmm. I'm like, just like how you got a back end person, then that back end person has to have another back end person, mm-hmm. then you got to get your click funnels and your, yeah. man, I'm still not there. Yeah. So all I, I, and I told you it was a lot, like, bro, listen, I know what it would take for me to do that because it's a lot in any business, it's a lot, it's a total, but it. You, it's a whole different business, though. And that's what I think I'm going to tell people right now. If you want to get into any business that you see on TV, just grind out for free. Learn as much as you can <laughs> before you go out and do it. Yeah. Go be somebody's mentee. Go get the donuts, whatever you pick up, whatever words you pick up, the mm-hmm. knowledge. Do it for free. Russell Simmons had a book years ago that I read about. Do it for free until they invite you in. Because mm. I would have just, t- if I had to do it now, I'd have been like, let me just work with you. Mm-hmm. I'll work for free. Yeah. And I just need to, my pay is me learning. Yeah. Because then I would have humbled myself and said, this is a lot of work mm-hmm. and a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes people on social media, I had to apologize. Like, I'm like, if I make this look too easy, I apologize. Oh, yeah. It's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you, Jonathan probably get phone calls three, four in the morning. Yeah, he does. And he started a business while he was trying to get married. Like, yeah. that dude crazy. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, bro. So I tell people, man, if you want to learn a business, go sit under your mentor for free. Don't mm-hmm. ask for nothing. Yeah. Don't ask for nothing. Do all the errands. You will learn. Mm-hmm. And that, that'll be your payment. Yeah, yeah. I tell people, typically, there's two ways to get mentorship. You buy your way in or you serve your way in. Basically. Yeah. And, and if you ain't ready to buy. Yeah. And his thing. There's some people that if you can't, like, you you can't even buy in. So the only way to get in is to serve in. But serve isn't just, hey, you know, hey, man, what do you need? I'll carry your bags. It's like, it's also, how can I add value to yeah. you? You know what I'm saying? Because some people like you got a system. Yeah. So I can say, hey, can you, you're like, no, it's not, you can't take it personal. Yeah, like, I yeah. got my system in place and I don't need nobody to kind of yeah. disrupt it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. you got to pay. Yeah. And anything, just so y'all know, anything I talk about, like this right here, I actually did it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I understand like what it takes, but I really like, I'm telling you, I think it's a really, like if you're looking for like a, a, a stable business, a legitimate business that even one day you could probably sell it. Like I've seen some people that oh, yeah. sell the companies, right, in the book of business. So it's a great space to be in. But like I said, you have to be willing to put in time, effort. And I feel like these are the conversations more people need to hear. Like this isn't a pitch. Like some people, they get on, yeah. they're just trying to like, yo, hey, come over here and buy. And I think, you know, it's easy to sell stuff, but I also think people need to know Man, what does this really take for me to win at a high level? This and, is different, yeah, right? It is. I went to a bar one time, and it was like an all-white bar. Yeah. And we drink it. This is when I drink. I don't drink no more. It's been a year now. But 
the guys are like, man, so what you do? I'm like, mm. I own an ambulance company. And you know, you effing me. Yeah. No, I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it, a great conversation, I will tell you that. Bro, I sat next to the owners of the Phoenix Suns. Like when I went to Phoenix, I, yeah. we had floor seats and my man's like, yo, that's the owner. Mm-hmm. You know how you go to halftime and everybody at the floor seats, they got this one section that they go eat and yeah, dine. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I tapped on his shoulder, I said, Hey man, I heard you the guy I need to talk to. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the owner of the Phoenix mm-hmm. Suns. He's like, I am, and he's like, who told you? I said, my, my friend over there, he's a doctor. He's like, what do you do? I said, I own an EMS company. He's like, how'd you ever do that? The owner of Phoenix Suns is like, how'd you do that? Yeah, yeah. And so the grandiose, the, the, just the, the conversation. Yeah. I tell all my mentees, no disrespect to anybody. You're not opening up a barbershop. Yeah. You know, this ain't nothing, this ain't a barbershop or a hair salon. Like, we, you have a company, Justin, that this guy put it best, man. My mom's nephrologist. When I talked to him one time, I was at the hospital. I told him what he did. He said, man, I appreciate what you're doing. I'm like, what? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, he's like, man, and I'm going to ask you, mm-hmm. have you ever had a life-threatening surgery? Mm-hmm. How many life, life-saving procedures have you had done? Well, I had my appendix taken out, but it had burst. So one. Okay. And I told my Achilles, but that wasn't life-saving. So I would say one. So we, prior your company and my company, the doctor told me, we have the privilege of transporting someone who has a life-saving procedure done three times a week. Yeah. That put everything yeah. in perspective for me. Yeah. So that's how, like, when I tell my mentees, we're getting into such a unique space mm-hmm. that if you do what's right, mm-hmm. you will make the money. Yeah. I tell people this also. Amazon's company ain't going to make you millions. Yeah. But it will set up opportunities yeah. for you to make money. Yeah. That's a fact. You know what yeah. I mean? I agree. It's like... But- Unless you're AMR. Yeah. 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 I looked at their contract. That joint was crazy. I said, bro. But in my mind, it's like, it's it's relationships. It's got to be a relationship. And so, you know what I'm saying? We're going to keep building and You know what I'm Facts. saying? Well, hey, one day I meet somebody, you meet somebody, we just say, hey, That's guys, it. look. That's we'll, it. Let's pull it together and uh, we'll yeah. take over this contract. Because, you know what I'm saying? We're moving up in the cities. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all know somebody that, you know, run these cities, tell them to hit I'm us up. I'm trying to do the EMS yeah. for the Georgia World Congress Center. I'm like, any event y'all have. Yeah. And the lady was like, okay. She said, we don't have anyone. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. There I went go. there just because I tell people God's my business manager, man. So I, once I made God my business manager, he might wake up and say, hey, go to the board con. It's like, all right, let me just, yeah. let me just go. Yeah, I like that God is my business manager. That's oh, yeah. yeah. First and foremost. One thing that even talking to my brother, that business, this business has made you, made me focus on was health. Because you see, sometimes you thinking like, oh, non-emergency transport. Older people, sometimes right. they be 30. And it be us. Yeah. It's majority yeah. us. Mm-hmm. That's what's scary, you know what I mean? Which is, most of, in most of the challenges, I'm not saying all of them, because I don't know everybody's stuff, it seems to be diet-related. And stress. Yeah. But yeah, and, and you know, my mentees will say, where, do I, where should I open my ambulance company? I'm like, unfortunately, in a minority black or brown neighborhood. Wow. Mm. That's where you're going to get the most of the most patience, hmm. right? And it, things are changing a little, but shoot, I don't even eat straight all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. too convenient to not eat right. Yeah, that's why I had to move to Midtown, where the mentality was. Yeah, and you know what's funny is you move, you start noticing the restaurants are different. A lot healthier options. Yeah. It's way easier to find healthy food than it is to find junk food. Bro, yeah, there's not a McDonald's in five miles. Sometimes some, some I go at some place, I'm like, bro, where's uh, y'all got a it's nothing. I can't get a salad. Yeah, like, no, I mean McDonald's. You can get a salad at McDonald's. I'm like, nah, that's a different kind of salad. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. 
It's not that. But but I, I think that's why environment is important too. Like you get around different people, different places, because then you start experiencing. You be like, okay, no, nah, this is a little different. I I, uh, I went to Philly for uh, my boy Neo had got a street and stuff. Named I saw that man. Like Congratulations! I, I say congratulations to you. Shout out to my brother. You know thing. what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's, that's, that's my brother. That was a great event. And uh, I had stayed at a hotel. Our flight had got like delayed, and so we stayed by the airport. And I called down. I was like, hey, uh, can I get, uh, y'all got a bottle of water? Can I get some water? They was like, yeah, come down to level two. I was like, what do you mean come down? You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't, <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't bring the water up. It's the venomous, Sir, man. it's on level two if you want some water. I was like, bruh. Yeah. I'm used to, you know, hey, yeah. yes, sir, we'll be up in yeah. one moment. You know what I'm saying? That's that. Nope. Come downstairs. So they fire it, man. The fire it. It's, it's different. Yeah. But y'all had to do that because he had to do where he grew up in. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they had, like, the nice, it was a nice hotel at first. It just when the flight got delayed because of weather. Mm. We had to stay by the airport. And that was, you know, it was a little yeah. different experience. But I like it. You know, it always reminds you every now and then, like, you know, it's a process to this thing. It's a yeah. process. But you've been on this grind for a minute. Long All time. y'all have, man, before yeah. COVID. Y'all peaked yeah. at the right time. Before Instagram. Yeah. I've been working, you know? So. Yeah. And that's what I think a lot of people don't see. Uh, and that's why I like to have these, these are the conversations I'm trying to have with people because I think the the great thing about social media is we get a chance to see a lot of us winning. You get Because you, now you see, man, it is, it's, a, it's possible. You know, you can have a lot of followers. You can have little followers. You can have trucking. You can have ambulance. You can have all this and that. But I think the flaw that it doesn't it doesn't show people is what it really takes. Yeah. Because what people don't really see is everybody really be working. And people got to stop like, I'm going to be honest with you, it's not popular for me to say, but, you know, I did something, man, with Dame Dash, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm on stage, and, and, and when people are inspired, we got to feed them, right? Yeah. You can't be on stage talking about your socks. Yeah. How'd you get the sun? Yeah. Like, where'd you get the factory from? Mm-hmm. You know, like, tell, like, tell people can't keep going to these places and just getting inspired. Because I tell people, you know, what is it? Motivation without application yeah. is useless. Yeah. Right? It's like giving somebody a car keys with no direction. You're yeah. going to run out of gas sooner or later. Yeah. And I've been there. And I, and I, you know, it's like, I love the fact that people don't give, like, people that's watching your podcast, mm-hmm. I usually say every podcast, everything I go to, I tell people, thank you for not giving up on themselves. Yeah. Something inside of them is making them watch you. Yeah. Something inside of them is telling them not to quit, yeah. right? I love that. Yeah. But now it's like, when I have my mentees, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, Dolomite. I've heard, I've been seeing it. It's good? It is the blueprint for entrepreneurship. The one Dolomite. with Eddie Murphy, the new remake, it's Dolomite is my name. Mm. Before my mentees, Sign into my master class. Once they sign in, I mean, the first assignment I give them is to watch that movie. Wow. The adversity, the leadership, the humbleness, the everything he did against the odds, it has nothing to do with healthcare. But I don't know if they even intended it to be the blueprint mm-hmm. for leadership and entrepreneurship. Yeah. There's so many gems in that movie that my mentees go, okay, not because they'll say, why you got us watching this? Mm-hmm. Just watch it. Mm-hmm. Because the nose he took, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. The age yeah. didn't stop. You asked that before, and I thought about it like age didn't define him to say, you know what? Maybe I need to yeah. go chill. It's like, nah, I'm going to keep living and keep living my dreams. I'm going to make it. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, if you ever want to get inspired, it's like, that is such a dope movie. Mm. And I woke up at dope. 3 o'clock in the movie and watched it for some reason. Then I watched it three more times that day. Well, we're going to try to link that in the show notes too. Oh, so y'all God. Can... Yeah. Dolomite's my name. It's. It's amazing. 
Yeah. And you you'll call me and say, bro, I see why you. Yeah. I'm I see why you watch that. Yeah. Like so, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, I like that. Um, in the, in the the episodes I always have a, a section uh, called breakdown of breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. I believe every entrepreneur has had a break uh, a breakdown, um, and when you have a breakdown, that's typically where a lot of people quit. But entrepreneurs that have found a way to win, typically they have multiple breakdowns. But there's a lesson that you have to learn in that breakdown. And when you learn that lesson, you're you're able to break through and go to the next level. Have you ever had a breakdown in your career and business? If you have, and whatever you want to share, you, you can share. Uh, what lesson did you learn from that that allowed you to break through? You know, I knew you was going to ask me something like this. I was going to wear my shades. <laughs> I was like, this dude going to have me crying. But, man, you don't, um, nobody, like, 2018 to 2021, 2022 was hell. Mm -hmm. My timeline is 2018, my wife asked me for a divorce. Hmm. 2019, my mom passed. Hmm. 2020, my best friend that I started my first company with started another company behind my back hmm. and stole money out of my account. So hmm. we had to go through court. Wow. Six months before I found out he did that, he was at my mom's funeral helping me carry the casket. Wow. 2020, I'm in court fighting him. 2021, I lose my dad. Mm. He passed away at my house, in my room. Wow. So I tell people I could write a book about my four years. Yeah. Um, and that was... Sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, man. I was like... And you see, people don't like... When I'm going through and I'm like, y'all be there. Mm. Like, I tell people, man, it's like being an entrepreneur... We're the best actors in the world. Denzel ain't got nothing on us. Thanks. You know why? Because I could be with you now and behind the curtains, which I use as an analogy for my mind, nobody knows what the hell I'm going through. Yeah. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, I'll tell people, I got to still put up that face. Oh, shoot, I told Justin <laughs> 1 o'clock. Hey, guys, I'm, yeah, yeah, you know, but yeah. sometimes I'll tell God, man, I don't want to go out and perform. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm done. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, close the curtain. Yeah. But he's like, nah, like, just go back out there and perform one more time. So wow. I go pick up a patient. And then somebody will say, I love your restaurant. Okay, to me, that's my standing ovation. Yeah. Or someone will say, I love your EMS company. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's my standing ovation. You know, I get a good review. But mm -hmm. I'll tell people as entrepreneurs, man, we're such good actors because we got to get up every day and perform. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even though we don't want to. Cause yeah. no, and no one can know what's going on behind stage. Yeah. What's going on in your relationship. Mm -hmm. Whatever, you know, however you want to look at behind the stage is. Yeah. That's my analogy of what's going on in my mind. Yeah. yeah. And I'll and you know, that was my breakdown. Yeah. Like those four years is like, last year my attorney called me just last year and said my court thing was over with. Wow. I was on not 75, I cried. I was like, cause I went through the whole thing with my, like I didn't get a chance to mourn my parents or even work through my divorce. Yeah. So I'm like, and this is my dude. Like mm -hmm. you did this, like you, we grew up together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? like. And I'm fighting you for a company that I started. Mm. I called my attorney one time, and he's a white Jewish guy. And I'm going through the court case, and I'm like, bro, I'm done. It's like 9 in the morning. He's like, you know we can win. I'm good. He's like, why are you giving up? I'm like, you ever seen it? And he kind of laughed. He's, I said, you ever seen uh, Straight Outta Compton? Mm -hmm. He's he like, Hans, why would you ask me that? It's like, I know you white and yeah. Jewish. You know, like, yeah. I don't want to offend you. Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah. I said, um, you seen that part where Dre told Suge I'm out? 
And Suge said, if you leave, you leave with nothing. Mm -hmm. And Dre said, you can't put a price on a peace of mind. Mm -hmm. He said, say no more. I'll draft up the papers. What do you want? I said, I want my name and my patience. Can't take the name, can't take the patience. You can take all the trust. So when you see me in my ambulance, I rebuilt. Like, no one knew. I started over. When y'all saw the fleet, I had to start over. I just didn't tell nobody. Hmm. So I was like, and while I'm doing that, I'm still, my dad just passed away. Hmm. My daughter was doing CPR on my pops. So I got to be there for her, still deal with my mom's situation. So I'm like, dang. See, I still got to be there for y'all, hmm. my mentees. I'll be ready to tap. I'll be like, fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but the breakthrough was, after I gave everything away, it felt like God was saying, I was trying to tell you to open your fist a long time ago. And I got you. Yeah. And that's why I tell people I make God my business manager because I don't partner with people too much no more. I like yeah. Unless he approves it. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. I was holding on to that company so much because I started it. Mm -hmm. And I'm paying this dude 7500 to live in Miami while I'm grinding. Mm -hmm. You know, you just got greedy. That's mm -hmm. why I said I'd never do business with someone who's never made money passively. Because mm -hmm. you show someone how to make the same money they're making now. Mm -hmm. They'll do anything to keep it. Yeah. Destroy a friendship, mm -hmm. whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it was like when that happened and I was like releasing myself of that, I started doing your joint. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to Philly. Mm -hmm. Marcus called me, what you doing? Mm -hmm. I'm like, nothing. Why? Let's go to Philly. I'm on a million dollars worth of game. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, God, I see you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I just had to give that up because yeah. you had something a lot bigger for me. Mm -hmm. I was just like, my pride was like, no, this is my joint, man. Yeah. I'm arguing with God and everything. I tell people all the time, like, even though God's my manager, we, we don't get along. Like, mm -hmm. he gets on my nerves, I get on his. Mm -hmm. It's just facts. It's, you know what I mean? But I won't lean on nobody else but him. Mm -hmm. And people go, well, how do you say that he gets on you? I was like, it's an immature thing with me. He gets on my nerves because there's things that I want that I know he's not giving me because I'm not ready for. Mm -hmm. I get on his nerves because there's things he asks me to do every time I get that whisper in my ear, go work out, go do this. I don't do it, and I'm pretty sure I get on his nerves. Mm -hmm. But I still trust him. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? That's the yeah. only person. So, and I can't look. I'm on. I'm on run the play, bro. So you in the locker room, man. You're Come on, man. Something. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So I look yeah. at every day like, dang, I'm, I came from four years of that. Yeah. I'm, I was on TED Talks. Yeah. Like, I see you, bro. I tell God all the time, I see you. All right, let's go. Yeah. Let's run the play. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was my breakthrough, man, just putting everything in his hands and being like, it's crazy, man, because it's like even God expects us to do the blonde fake thing. I don't work for me all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, that's real. Come on, man. Like, no, I got to. It almost is the opposite of manifesting, right? Because mm -hmm. you got to see it. I got to see my G-Wagon for me to go, okay. Yeah. But now you're asking me to just go in this blindly. Mm -hmm. yeah. so that's not, I don't care what anybody says, that's not easy to do. Yeah. Especially when your back's against the wall and you got mm -hmm. kids and you got, it ain't easy. Yeah, no, it's not. You know, mm -hmm. I don't, not to me. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, I don't got no choice. God, actually, I'm, I'm putting my faith in you because I don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah, that's real. And not because I woke up saying, yeah, I'm going to just, mm -hmm. I'd be like, God, something got to work. Yeah. And so he made it work. I'm like, okay. And then my faith increases. Yeah. Like, I don't try to be phony around him. You know, I wasn't, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. all faithful. And yeah. we go to church when things go bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? We react. And I, that's one of my Achilles heels. I'm like, sometimes I react. Yeah. Instead of like being proactive, yeah. You know, I told you I get comfortable. Yeah. But that's my strength, knowing my weaknesses. Mm -hmm. So I gotta fix this. Yeah. I just gotta be. 
you know, willing to fix it. You yeah, know, you get complacent on trying yeah. to fix it. Yeah. I'm listening to that, though, too. I think it's great. And another thing I'm picking up is, like, if you know how to do what you did, you can do it again. Yeah. So the, the confidence comes not only from your relationship with God. It's like, yo, I did this. Because guess what? Had the roles been reversed and you were him, I mean, obviously you would be him because you got principles. Yeah. He couldn't do it again like that. Yeah. You see and what I, I'm I realized that, like, you know, you first responders. Mm -hmm. Like, wherever you go, mm -hmm. people ask for you. I go to patients' funerals. Yeah. I get invited to weddings. Like, mm -hmm. I'm connected with my patients. So when people yeah. want to be successful in EMS, if you don't have a relationship with your patients, I can take them from you. Mm. Be late one time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, trust me. I'm yeah. not going to be late plus. I'll be at your bar mitzvahs and yeah. the whole night. I'm going to be part of your family. So when I'm late, you ain't going to want to leave me. Because mm -hmm. you're like, nah, no, Hans. Yeah. Like, that's my guy. I'm going to yell at him and tell him to straighten up. But I'm not leaving him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, nah. He's, and and the, the crazy thing is, I don't try to make sense of my life, man. Because... In a year or two, all the things that he's doing now will make sense. Yeah. Because I had, like, dang, okay, now. That's why I say, I see you. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I talk to God mm -hmm. like that. Because I didn't see what he was trying to do before. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. if somebody don't talk to me, okay, I see. Mm -hmm. If I didn't get this girl I want, I might not see it. Mm -hmm. like, oh, you got something better. Like, now it's just like, that's how I look at things, right? Yeah. My perspective of things completely changed. Yeah. I don't even argue the same. Like, I don't argue, mm -hmm. but now if I talk to somebody, I talk to understand them. I don't talk to be right or wrong. Yeah. You, you want to be a girl that want to be like, I told you this is how it's supposed to be. And, nah. Mm -hmm. I want you to understand how I want things to be. Yeah. That's I don't, like, don't come to me. I talk to this one girl the other day like, you just want to be right. I just want to understand you. Because mm -hmm. being right don't mean that I understand you. Like, oh, I, I might not understand you now. I'll understand you later. Yeah. But I talk to people to understand them, not to Prove my point. Yeah. You know, and that's I hope dope. they do the same for me. Yeah, so. that's dope, man. Well, I appreciate you, man. This, this is yeah, a man. conversation, man. I enjoyed this. Uh, anytime somebody come on the show, we like, always like to make sure, you know what I'm saying, they get blessed with a gift. So I get a gift? You know what I'm saying? I got to talk to David Shad, but I ain't getting no. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to David on the other day. Hey, hey, he get play. free sandwiches. Run, run the play is a little different, you know what I'm saying? So Look at uh, y'all, man. Thank you, Philly. Uh, so. Ah. Uh, this is no, amazing. Of course, you got, you know, new ACOs, got some wonderful stuff in there. Look, you already know I'm going to run it. Mm -hmm. Your mentor, definitely. Yeah. I like yeah, this guy. Books, yep. The Speed of Trust. Yeah. Listen, bro, this guy, again, genuine. Yeah. Shirts, and I always love you. I always told you, when I first met you, I was like, bro, can I steal this? Because <laughs> it was so dope. Now yeah. people are trying to, yeah, yeah, not, not a basketball player. Yeah, not. I'm exactly. like, but this was the original. Yeah. It's Entrepreneur. The yeah, it's the this is the blueprint, man. man. I appreciate you, man. Absolutely, if I ain't hold this box, I'd have gave you a hug. Yeah, no, nah, man. You know, <laughs> get it, you get it later, man. And That's you got the man. box. Everything. This is clean, bro. Thank you, bro. You know, we try I to didn't, And see, you you bless people and you get blessed on the back end. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Expect man. the unexpected, man. This yeah. is dope. This is dope. You know what would be dope, though? Mm. This looks like it, it's a logo for a cigar. Mmm. The way cigars. <laughs> I smoke cigars. <laughs> This just looked like a dope cigar. Dude. Just the packaging. Yeah. Looks because I get packages when people ship me cigars. Yeah. Oh, you probably have to put, put the book down. Okay. Yeah. I get packages when people ship me cigars, and this just looked like I would open it and be like, oh. <laughs> you, know I mean? you know, that's the that's the experience we're going for. You know yeah. And this is dope, man. Yeah, this bro. is dope. Thank you, man. And this is how people got to do their ambulance thing, man. People be out there with like BS ambulance. I'm like, no, go all out. Yeah. Somebody's mom's in there, like like this is. Shirts and this is super dope. This is Lennox Mall Fitz Plaza package. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
I'll see you, bro. Thank you. <laughs> I'll see you, God. <laughs> yes, sir. So listen, y'all. Uh, we just had Hans in the building, healthcare CEO. Really quick, uh, can you tell them where to find you? Yeah, definitely. On Instagram, I'm the healthcare CEO underscore. I made it, y'all. I got fake people paying. There we so go. I had to do fake page. The health scare. I mean, the health. Uh, the care? healthcare CEO underscore underscore. Okay, perfect. And we'll you'll put find it in the show notes too. Um, and then uh, he, he will, we'll put the uh, the link for his course in there as well, so you guys mm -hmm. can get uh, that. But listen, you just got the top plays from my guy Hans for the healthcare space, and uh, you know you got to play. Now go run it. We'll see you on the next episode. What's going on? Listen, make sure you guys go to runtheplaystore.com. Get your official Run to Play gear. We talk about shirts, socks, jackets for everybody that's Run to Play all across the world. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just want it all. Do you know what it's like?